Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from Chimpan A to Chimpan Z. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and I'm joined by the official second banana of this show and others. That's not, I don't know if that's really true, but he's the, he's the world's second banana. Oh. Uh, he's the host of the just-returned gaming show about games called Gaming Game. It is Evan Munro-Smith. Hey, good to be here. And people can find you at GamingGame.com. Uh, gamygame.com. 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 I don't know what that is, but I'll put a link in the show notes. (laughs) Ben Russell and Naomi Higgins are back. Yep. Did you have anyone else on? Uh, No, it was just the two of us. Uh, A bit of a special episode for... That's actually... That's three of you. Oh, it is. Sorry, it's three. Which Uh, one of them were you not counting? Or were you not counting Me, it was me, yeah. (laughs) Just the two of us. (laughs) You know, Ben and Naomi, the two of us. Yeah. Okay, um, Evan. Yeah, we it, it was a, a special episode for the new consoles. We got the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. They go head to head. About time. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. It's a good app. Uh, is there a new uh, act, act, action vision? Action vision? Is that one of the consoles? No. No. <laughs> Activision, is, Activision? A, is a publisher. Activision. Any anything new from Activision? Um. There's a new Call of Duty. Yeah? They haven't published that. Yeah. What about EA Sports? Have they got anything out? Oh, probably. I don't follow EA Sports much, but there is a new NFL game, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Madden? It's probably Madden. Maybe. I, I don't know. Um, there's sports games. Yeah. If that's what you're into. Yeah, yeah Microsoft Golf. Yeah. I used to play it a lot. <laughs> Looks like you hit a tree, Jim. That's on the short stuff. That sort of stuff. Good fun. Not a lot of golf games recently. No, yeah. I said no like I knew that. <laughs> That's interesting. You would have heard about it. I... Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the on the wires. I, <laughs> I follow a lot of golf gaming blogs. And yep. uh, they've, they've all been quiet lately. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, Tiger Woods would have made one at some point. Bumping the... Wait, stop kicking your big bass drum. 
drum, drumming practices until after the podcast. <laughs> All right, so we are talking. We go through primates and popular culture from Chimban A to Chimban Z. At the moment, we're stuck on Pogo and also Luther, the Ape Man from Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Uh, they're currently in the 60s and uh, things are getting hectic. This episode mm. was a stressful watch. Yeah. Stressful. On purpose. They had a ticking clock. Yep, yep. Um, and everyone was making slightly annoying decisions that I don't know if they necessarily would. But yeah. I guess they're under pressure, but you're not used to seeing that or something in this show. Yeah, well, yeah, which is interesting because, I mean, all through the whole show, there's been a, an impending deadline because they've been working towards a, an apocalypse that they know is coming on a certain day, but it's days away. Like, it's been kind of a relaxed deadline, I guess, hasn't it? I mean, they've never made very little progress yeah. towards actually uh, getting done what they need to get done. The assignment's due in a week. I'll get to it then. Tonight I'm going to the pub. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, they haven't had a, a ticking clock throughout, um, which would have made it a bit more tense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But this episode, uh, yeah, they're, they're given a, a much tighter deadline. Um, so the episode's called Ogre for Ogre, or no, hang on, Ogre for, oh, Five says it well yeah, in this episode. Yeah, well, he seemingly says it well. It sounds, well, I was convinced. Yeah, uh, but as... I was also convinced last week when uh, the handler spoke in Swedish and apparently that was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. So. Ogre for Ogre. I think it's like that. Ogre for, Ogre for Ogre. That was a fun scene. Luther has definitely become the funny guy. He's yeah. the comic relief guy. He's calling up Ogre for Ogre. Yeah, yeah. Assuming that in his logic, I mean, we should get to this, but he's assuming she's killed that guy. I don't know. I never, why do I, I love this show, but I don't remember anyone's names. Oh, Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. There's a lot of names. Elliot dies and Ogre for Ogre is written in blood. And Luther assumes the name is Ogre for Ogre and Ogre is the one who killed him and then well, wrote a name. Well, Luther doesn't necessarily make that connection, but Diego does. Right. Because Diego jumps on the call and he's like, you're going to die. We're going <laughs> to... It's a real strange uh, conclusion to jump to. Bit of a logic leap. Anyway, we've just leapt into halfway through the episode. We should start yeah. at the beginning. The synopsis is after Five travels to 1982 to carry out his new mission, the siblings face a flurry of difficult decisions. Meanwhile, Carl issues a warning to Vanya. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, like all the synopsis, a lot, a lot happens. And a lot more than that happens. So we kick off with Five in 1982. They don't, like they have in other, well, mainly in the 60s, they really 60s it up. But in the 80s, they didn't go for that. Yeah. Could have been any, it could have been current time, basically. Yeah, definitely could have been. Apart from the vending machine, they look like some old products in there. But everything else was... You know, uniforms and traditional, kind of look like, I don't know, traditional European clothes. Of some yeah, well, so the he, he gets to this, um, what looks like a, what is it, like a convention center or something maybe? Or, yeah, yeah. And the, the uh, as he walks in, the Wisconsin Polka Association are there. Right. And so that's, that explains, I guess, the... What's, where's Polka from? Is, it, is Polka uh... Polish? Is that what Polka is? I don't oh. know. I should know as a, as a Weird Al fan. Yeah, I should I should know more about polka. I, I watched the Polka King uh, not too long ago, sometime this year, with Jack Black about <laughs> yarn, a guy called the Polka King. Yeah, right. 
and uh, I also don't know. Let me look it up. Poker Origin. Oh, and Poker Dots. <sighs> oh, yeah. Are they the same? Uh, poker originated as a Czech peasant dance. Historic folklore has it that a peasant girl named Anna Slezak invented the steps one day for her own amusement. The poker dance was first introduced to Prague ballrooms in 1835 and to Paris ballrooms in 1840. Yeah, right. Okay. Prague. Prague. Prague in the Czech Republic. Huh. Uh, That name sounded like it could have been Polish, but I guess it could have been Czech as well. Yeah, well, Poland and Czech Republic aren't too far away from each other. I'd say they're actually quite close. Okay. I'll I'll take your word for it. My geography is no good. Um, So why were we... Talking because about this, they're at the Missouri Polka Dot, no, the Wisconsin Wisconsin um, Polka Dot po- Poker Association. I don't know. That that just seems like a a side thing. But anyway, uh, five. So I, I last week was like, how's he going to get to 1982? They skip over that. I guess the handler took care of that for him. Yeah, she has that power. Um, I guess is on behalf of the commission can tend to do that sort of thing, even if it is for shady purposes. Um, and uh, well, so he, he, yes. Well, we hear later how she has another time uh, jump ready for him and mm. that has a time limit on it. So she obviously still has some control of this, but she said it's got a limit yeah. and that's so no one becomes aware of what you're up to. Yeah, right, okay. But, yeah, it feels like going to this top secret spot would have rung some alarm bells somewhere. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, Five walks into this place and he says he's looking for the Midwest Soybean Society, um, which uh, is the uh, seemingly the, the cover for this secret commission board of directors meeting. So from, from last week, remember, his, his goal here is to, um, to basically, th- this is the, the board of directors meeting. He's got to kill all the board of directors. This is the time to do it. This is the one time they're all together in the one spot. The handler somehow found out the uh, his top secret time and location, um, and there he is, the Midwest Soybean Society. They're pretending they are, which is you know that's uh, it's definitely under the radar. I don't think I'd ever suspect no. that. Um, I do wonder how they got in though, because he walks in and there there is the uh, the the fish man, fish yeah. bowl head man, which would have drawn some eyes. I would have thought. Yes, Why, unless they just. Zap their way straight into that room. Oh, I guess they probably could. Yeah. But then, yeah, I, I don't know. It just it all seems very strange. No security there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he says call security. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't security... Why wouldn't they... These are like, it's the most important board, supposedly, in the world. Yeah. But all, I guess they, they think they're so secure and secluded in time and space that no one would find them. They're getting cocky. Poland and Czech Republic border each other. I was just double-checking that I oh, hadn't right. said something <laughs> foolish because those sort of things will get people annoyed and yelling at their iPods yes. on which they're listening to us <laughs> on. Um, before he goes into the meeting, though, he, he goes to a vending machine and he wants to he wants to buy a fudge nutter. Yeah. Yeah, That I mean, this was the first thing where I'm like, this is not how he would be behaving. Hmm. He's got a job to kill 12 people yeah. in the next room and he's cracking it over a nut bar. Not yeah, because it, it gets stuck in the machine and he, he cracks it. I I thought maybe he was, you know, taking out something on the vending machine. But it didn't really seem like he had any problem with what he was doing. No. 
Um, yeah, once he got in there, he almost relished it. But he did say afterwards, he said, that's the last time I kill. Yeah. But still, yeah, I don't know. It just it read a bit strange to me. But I guess maybe that's just them playing the stress of the situations a bit subtly. It wasn't really spelt out. But I'm just like, whoa, talk about making a fucking scene. <laughs> Surely if you're there to assassinate people, you'd be yeah. keeping it pretty low key. Yeah. And, but right um, out in the middle of the whole building, you're kicking in the glass of a vending machine. Yeah. And that almost was the end of it. So, yeah, um, yeah he goes in there with an axe. He, he really makes short, war- short work of, the, uh, of the, the board of directors. He's pretty, pretty efficient at, at yeah. killing all these because people. Because he can do that space jump thing. It makes yeah. it a lot easier. He sort of com- yeah, he sort of space jumps while swinging an axe yeah. and, and can really uh, do some damage he, there. He, he, he was an assassin for them for quite a while, I guess, for yeah. decades. So he had a lot of practice, but yeah, it is interesting that he, um, yeah, he they they didn't even bother fighting or even a well, lot of them didn't of even would, really get up. Yeah, well, they were kind of. I mean, it all happened very quickly, obviously, mm. but um, they none of them seemed armed or you know had any defense really. Yeah, because they, they employ people like Chacha and Hazel who were like indestructible almost. Yeah, just put Hazel out. Maybe not Hazel, but you know, put put Chacha out there. She's well, a, she's, she's been evaporated. Oh, that's right. Yes, okay. But you but know, someone one of like them. her. Yeah, the Swedes. Yeah, they seem a little the, too. The nutty. remaining. Okay, yeah. But no, there's got wanna... there's got to be someone. Got to be yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, he goes through and he just he he takes them all out, including the fishman AJ, the head of the whole operation. Um, smashes the fishbowl head. Yep. And we see the CGI fish fl- flipping and flopping around. I assumed he was going to kill him, but he didn't. He delivered that... him alive to a Chelsea Handler. Yes, I'm going to say Chelsea Grammar. That would that's... that would be so, that would be the only thing that could make this show any better would be to get Fraser involved. Yes, Kelsey Grammar. He's got a new show. Um... Kelsey Grammar. <laughs> I thought that didn't sound quite right. He's got a new show. Yeah, um, a new show announced. I don't know what it is. Sound promising? I, yeah, I'll great. check it out. All right. I mean, his other shows haven't been yeah. great recently, but um, yeah. But Look, it's Simpsons and the two Frasier shows were pretty good. The two Frasier shows? Oh, Cheers. Cheers. And... Right. Well, that wasn't really a Frasier show. Well, it was a show with Frasier on it. All right. How was that not a fresh show? Well, see, he was a he was a you know a minor character or you know like a, a side. I've never watched Cheers. Um, why is Five? He's never changed out of his school uniform. I don't understand why. There were they must have explained it at some point, but he just seems to like it. I guess maybe he's sort of like uh, one of the what are the the rich rich tech guys who just want to make their days efficient so they get yeah, up and they right. don't I have to. I think that was a Steve Jobs Steve thing. Jobs. With the same thing every day, it means you, you it's one less decision in your day. Um, wake up, put on your same clothes. Yeah. And I think uh, Mark Zuckerberg does that as well. It's but That's a sensible thing, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what you're wearing. Like if you, you know. If, if it's not your passion. For me, it's a passion. Yeah. Right. Fashion is a passion. <laughs> fashion, as I like to call it. Um, um, uh, today I'm in a, you know, quite an impressive, I would say, ensemble. Yes. Uh, I wish the, I wish the listeners could see, because <laughs> it took quite a lot of doing and it was, yeah, multiple decisions. Speaking of which, we do see the handler at one point wearing a pretty bold, uh, outfit, like this purple sort of, 
suit. Yeah, pretty... she definitely doesn't go the Steve Jobs way. No. Um, unless she just maybe she's making the decision to just wear that every day. She's got a hundred of them. But we've um, seen that that's not the case. No, maybe from this point. Oh, from she, this point on. Well, all right, she's well, drawn well, a line ju- in the sand. Yeah. Um. So uh, we jump back to the '60s, which is essentially the, the present day for this show. Um, uh, we see Klaus. He he's uh, wanting to stay awake to prevent Ben from taking control of his body. So we've seen up until this point that. Ben's tried a couple of times to basically possess Klaus. He's been able to for very short periods. Um, but Ben reject uh, Klaus rejects Ben out of his body. Yeah, which we do. I don't think we realise that until now. Now it seems like Ben needs permission a little bit. Yes, um, or yeah, or is at least uh, you know asking for it. Well, no, he's not asking for it because he's waiting for him to fall asleep. Oh yeah, you're right. So he's, it seems like if Klaus is awake, he yeah. has the ability to stop him being, um, what do you call it when a ghost takes over a body? Possess. Possess him, yeah. Um, so, and, and Ben wants to do this, I guess, to, to try it out, um, but also because he wants to talk to Jill. Um, right. The, the girl that he's had a crush on for a little while through their travels. Since the bus. Uh, yeah, since the bus. In episode two or... One. Yeah. Um, Klaus, he puts up a bit of a fight here, but, but he eventually caves and decides to let him um, let, let him take over his body, um, but he's going to lay out some ground rules. Yeah, ground rules like, uh, don't look at my dick, I'm shy, <laughs> and I'm lactose intolerant, so don't drink milk. Yeah. And he said, don't play with my dick. And they said, oh, maybe you can play with my dick. <laughs> it's a bit of a strange bit. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I don't think Ben cares about looking at your dick, man. And then as soon as he got in his body, he looked at his dick. Yeah. Or yeah. at least went for it. I don't know if he actually... Anyway. Um, but I also... Oh, look, that's probably not worth getting into, right? Uh... What? Why? Why? A brother would want to look at his brother's dick. I keep dick forgetting when that he's... they're brothers. They're not really brothers, but I, but I also wonder he's a he's a, a ghost. He's had in th- surely plenty of opportunities. Yeah. And uh, what I mean, if you're if you're adopted from birth or at any point, you don't think of adopted kids to be real siblings. No, no, I do. I just didn't. In I keep forgetting that they're kind of siblings. I guess I because they were brought up more like they're in a boarding school than in a family. That yeah. maybe that's why they're seem to each other like less like their siblings and more like their old they're almost like their old friends yeah and not that close friends in a lot of cases also you've got like Luther and Allison who obviously yeah. have a, a bit of a fling and stuff so anyway so um we uh, we jumped to uh, Sissy and Carl's place so um remember the end of last episode Carl had uh, in the bushes, nice and creepy, like. Right. Um, I'd forgotten about that. I'm like, I wonder how he cottoned on. But yeah, because <laughs> he saw her directly. He saw him. He saw uh, Vanya and Sissy kissing in the car. Um, uh, which uh, and so this is like, I guess this is breakfast. I assumed yeah, it was breakfast. It was like breakfast. Um, Important detail. Well, it was a meal anyway. They're having a meal. I'm, there. I'm confident that it was some sort of meal. Yes. I'm willing to put my name on the line for that. 
they were sitting down for a meal. I guess. I think. You don't see them eating, though. No, do you? that's true. It was a table, though, I was and trying, chairs. Yeah. They were sitting at a table. I thought originally it was dinner, and then I looked at the lighting in the room, and I thought, no, that looks like morning light. That looks like it's breakfast. But then Sissy offered Carl a beer, and I thought, is that is that? Uh, yeah, is morning too, beer. Is that anyway? I. I don't, so I wasn't quite sure. Maybe it's lunch. Bloody midday somewhere. <laughs> could, be, <laughs> could be lunch. I don't know. It, probably not important. It's breakfast. I'm pretty sure it's breakfast. Maybe it's um, brunch. Could be brunch. Uh, anyway, so Carl's acting a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's, I don't know, he, he's, he's, he knows and they don't know that he knows. Um, but it's still a, a sort of a bit tense, this uh, this conversation. Um, Sissy's saying she wants to take Vanya with her uh, to uh, Harlan. Harlan's got their, their son, Harlan, uh, is going for a checkup or something, I think. Um, and, and Sissy's like, oh, I'll take Vanya along and uh, Harlan likes Vanya. That'll be great. And then Carl's like, no, actually, I need uh, Vanya to come with me to um, go for a drive to visit like a, a friend or like a client or something. So it's like, it's like a, a lead for the business or whatever. Um but he's like, oh, you know, I, I need Vanya to come with me today, um, basically to, to ride along so that she can then drive the car home. Um, and it's just a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a, a tense moment. Yeah, it's so. clear that he's like, no, I need her to come with me. Yeah. So I guess we know more than anyone. And it, it's a weird sort of power move he's doing. Yeah. And then sister's like, no, well, Harlan likes spending time with Vanya and like, no, she's going to come with me. But then Vanya sort of breaks the tension. She's like, no, I'll, I'll go with Carl. It's fine. It'll be right. Um, we see uh, Ray, Ray Chestnut um, is in a good mood. So he's got a meeting with um, the Attorney General's office, I think. Something, anyway. Um, and he's, he's, it's, it's a, a sign that the, the work they're doing is paying off. Um, so he's, he's getting ready to go, to go to whatever that meeting is. Uh, Allison's is telling Allison about it. Um, I've thought that he uh, seems to be acting fairly normally after recently finding out that superpowers exist. They seem to have just yeah gotten over that. He's jumped right into it. Quick. I was like, I love the name Chestnut. I was um, looking it up before, and it looks like it's probably uh, not a coincidence that uh, a man named J. L. Chestnut Jr. Uh, was. Uh, an attorney and a figure in the civil rights movement. Uh-huh. Uh, he was the first African-American attorney in Selma, Alabama. And, uh, yeah, so I think... And I also... And I'm pretty sure there was a Raymond uh, who was also a civil rights uh, dude somehow. Yeah, right. So this character could be a bit of a nod to real people. Whereas, yeah, I Whereas some so. characters are real people in this show. Yes. Uh, Rosa, Rosa Parks' husband... Um, was named Raymond Parks. Yeah, okay. So I'm maybe jumping to a conclusion. There's a lot of Raymonds, but there (laughs) were big figures in the civil rights movement named Raymond and named Chestnut. Well, there you go. Um, So, oh, and we see um, uh, the scene where Five uh, has come back after his mission uh, we saw at the start. Absolutely covered in blood. Covered in blood. Um, he's going to need a change of clothes. Is he? I don't know. Um, he uh, meets the handler and um, hands her AJ, the fish, in a baggie. Um, 
Uh, and he says that he's done killing. He's, he, he killed the, those 12 people. He did that to save the world. That's the last last lot of killing he's going to do. Um, the, uh, the handler uh, gives him the briefcase as agreed to transport them back to 2019 and undo the apocalypses that are coming. Um, but he only has uh, 90 minutes to get the group together. And he's like, what the hell? You never told me about a time limit. Yeah, that's a cheeky move on her part. And that's when she said, hey, well, I just, it needs to have a time limit so that it's undetected. Uh, you got to do it quickly. And it's just her making sure they don't dilly-dally, I guess. She wants them out of their timeline. Yeah, I guess so. Seems like. um, but she must also know that that's also a difficult thing to be able to do. Well, I wonder if, if she's just sort of stitching him up a bit. like Because right. he's I, like, that's he, impossible. Here's my end of the deal, but I know that you're not actually going to be able to go through with it. Yeah. Oh, right, I see. Maybe. I'm, I'm not sure. Because um, the other thing I was thinking all through this was that Five is kind of, it seems to be taking her word for it. Yeah. And who knows where that briefcase yeah, that's is going to go. Like. And he, has a, and he didn't really tell anyone about the plan. He didn't say, I had to kill 12 people for this. We need to make it happen. Yeah, that's true. Or tell them beforehand, hey, do you think I should kill these 12 people <laughs> for this deal? Is it worth it? He's always sort of seen it as, well, since he had that conversation with Sir Reggie last week, he's seen it as, I suppose, his, the only way. Like, this is, this is it kind of thing. There's another Raymond, uh, George Raymond Jr. was an African-American civil rights activist um, and the head of the Congress of Racial Equality in Mississippi in the 60s. Yeah, right. Not Rachel, like I think I might have said, racial. Right. Yeah, so maybe he, that probably sounds even, that's like in the 60s, perhaps. Anyway, okay, yeah. I don't know why I'm getting sidetracked on this, but I, I'm, <laughs> my guess is that it's a, the name is a nod. To yeah. key figures, um, we uh, we check in with Diego and Luther. So they've just at the end of last episode Which found it, we were talking about just before this scene. Yeah, yeah. So they they just recently found Elliot dead, um, killed by the Swedes, but they they don't reach that conclusion themselves. Um, Diego, his first reaction is the Feds are responsible for, clearly the feds uh, <laughs> yeah. tor- tortured him and left his body there Luther, and Luther was like uh, <laughs> this is not the feds if it was the feds they would have taken him away and done that yeah yeah I swear um, so yeah Diego's a bit of a weird one he's he's kind of smart but also kind of dumb yeah like, he just like too deep into some conspiracy kind of stuff but then also you can't really have a go at him for that because in this world the conspiracy yeah. seemed to be real. Yeah, that's so right. I'd... So you would slip further into it, wouldn't you? I guess so. But Luther seems to have his head screwed on and he's like, no, nah, this is obviously some lunatic has done this. Um, and then uh, uh, so they see the, the message written in blood on the floor, Uga for Uga, but the, the you know, it's the, their, their penmanship with the blood wasn't great um, <laughs> and it does kind of look like two words, Uga for Uga, uh, and they they assume that is a name, uh, and they call her up. They they find an ogre for ogre in the phone book and give her a call, and they get her. It's an old woman. <laughs> Come on, yeah, I'm, I I didn't couldn't quite read what it said. Did it say ogre for ogre in the phone book or o for ogre? Yeah, I didn't I didn't catch. I that assumed either, it was but... o for ogre, and I was thinking, oh, they'll call, and she'd be like. Oh no, there's no ogre here. My name's <laughs> Oliver or something. But yeah, yeah. they're like, yes, yes, this is ogre. <laughs> it's 
pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> what are the odds? Anyway, they call her up, and while they're on the phone, so uh, Diego grabs the phone and, and starts threatening her. He says, you're, you're, you're going to die sort of thing. And then Five pops in, and he sets them straight. He's straight away is like, it's Uga Faruga, or the better way to pronounce that. Yeah, he says it's um, Swedish for an eye for an eye. And then they realise that the Swedes killed Elliot. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I just don't get uh, his... I mean, it's all it's for a comedy scene. Yeah, because so then I'm, Diego's just like, wrong number. Yeah. So I, I don't know why I'm thinking about the logic of it so much, but why, why would Diego think that they would write their own name in blood after killing someone? I don't know. It's a calling card. <laughs> You're calling why would ca- they write someone else's name? To put them off the scent. <laughs> okay. Especially if they live in, if it's a real person who lives in town, because it did put them off the scent accidentally. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, yeah, when uh, when that that wasn't what they were doing at all, they were putting them straight to themselves. But yeah, ever since you mentioned it, I I mean, I was already finding him funny anyway. But yeah, every scene he has a bit of time. He's got great timing, great comic timing. Yeah, the Luther actor. Yeah, he is good. Um, so, uh, and then we jump to uh, the commission where the, the handler informs the staff at the commission um, of the uh, the news from the board. There's another they're funny all, scene. They're all dead. Um, and she assumes control of, of the commission. Yeah, she says, as uh, this pains me to say it, but as everyone's, the board's all dead, I will have to assume control for now. And the guy who was recently promoted above her yeah. sort of says under his breath, he's like, she was demoted. <laughs> why her? Yeah. Which is great logic. But he, the reason why her is because you're saying that quietly to yourself. Yeah. You should have said that much louder. Yeah. Uh, because she, this is just because she says so. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, it's all belief. Yeah. yeah. But that's, you know, a that's, lot of, that's that, a lot of life, right? Just walk in uh, with confidence. Alpha dog. <laughs> She's such an alpha dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, she also says there's uh, grief counselling available, but uh, we, we, don't, we won't pay for that. Um, yeah, it's available. Like, <laughs> anything's available if you pay for it yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, not anything. Oh. Well, yeah, you're drawing, where are you drawing the line? Well, I mean, we, we can't tr- travel through time. It's not, not everything is merely a uh, matter of cost. Okay, well, you've got me on a technicality there, but I appreciate you pulling me up. Um, was it again an important point? <laughs> um, we uh, okay, so we, we jump back to five and Diego and Luther, um, and five tells him about the plan. Um, this is where I thought he's, you know, being very trusting of the handler. He doesn't seem yes. to have any skepticism about it. He's just like, we're doing this. But something she did say uh, in her address to the workers was the briefcase room will be closed briefly as a precaution so perhaps that's what she's saying a precaution she's saying for people to bad people to have it but she is actually doing it to stop people finding out that the umbrella academy have got one of the briefs yeah she's nicked one so yeah i think i reckon it i mean to this point you still don't know but i was just trusting it the whole way for some reason yeah i mean i she's, she's got what she wants so it's no skin off her back i guess and if it gets them out of her way, possibly. Yeah, and she can't. They can't go after her, go after her really without a briefcase. And it would be much smarter on her part to keep them happy. Yeah. So because five can time travel, so he potentially 
you don't want him in another timeline just like quietly being furious and plotting revenge. Yeah. Because she's seen that he fucked her stuff up a few times. Um, but also, like, the briefcase just could be sending them to 500 years ago. And, ah, yeah, that's true. Uh, they all just die. <laughs> yeah, could be sending or them to the Or 500 years in the future. or yeah. Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly, like into the sun or something. So yeah, there's a bit of faith there, but, uh, yeah, ultimately we, we don't see exactly what's going on. But um, So the, the plan is Five's like, all right, we don't have much time. We have to split up to get everyone together. So he sends Diego and uh, Luther off to... Um, let's see, it sends Luther off to, to get Allison, sends Diego off to get Klaus. Um, Diego here is a, a bit sceptical about the whole thing. Yeah, he um, still wants to save JFK. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he also, before he goes anywhere, he says he wants to say goodbye to Lila as well, which I thought was a bit strange. He was like, well, Lila, I mean, we, he was a bit sus on her, I thought. Yeah. Um, but I, but they still, you know, m- maybe not enough to um, to break things off completely. Um, but Five sort of goes, it sort of tells the truth, uh, you know, has a go at him and is like, no, she's works for the commission yeah, and all this sort of stuff. In a not so subtle way. Yeah. <laughs> Surely that's a, hey, I uh, just got to let you know. Yeah, yeah. I found out that Lila, he didn't even mention that she's the daughter of the handler. Yeah, although but this, maybe Diego doesn't know who that is. May not be oh. relevant. Yeah, or right. it may not have much meaning to him. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. We see um, we jump back to Klaus laying out those those ground rules to to Ben, and then Ben jumps in him, uh, wanders around. This. So this is at the the mansion where the cult is. Sort of goes around and enjoys touching and smelling and tasting things. Was it an orange or a mango? Uh, I think it was an orange. Yeah, I was eating an orange at the same time. Yeah, right. I thought I thought it might have been a mango, but he didn't like it. Whatever it was. Well, I think because it was sour. I I I, oh. I thought maybe it was an orange, and that it was too sour, maybe right. for him. Because I'm like everyone likes oranges. Oh yeah, everyone loves an orange. But um, <laughs> if you. But it might be a bit full on for the first thing you've tasted in years. Yeah, you gotta ease up. He's ease into an orange, maybe. Yeah. Um, he uh sort of walks through a field. He feels the dirt under his feet. Loves the dirt. Um, and, and Jill comes over to him straight away. Mm. Wants to well, talk to him. coming over to Klaus. Well, yes, to, yeah, exactly. So he obviously, yes, he's in Klaus's body. Um, but they have a nice conversation. They, they make dirt angels in the in the dirt there. Um, we see... Uh, we jump- and we start saying, I'm like, I found it at first. I'm like, oh, this sucks. He's finally a body, but we don't get to see the actor playing him. Yeah. Because he's in someone else's body. But then they do sort of flip between the two. Yeah. They show the real Ben. Uh, well, I think they did that pretty well, so you, you get the idea of both. Yeah. Klaus was playing it pretty subtly. I don't I don't think they talk all that different from each other. Yeah. Well, st- we still... We haven't seen a lot of Ben, really. Like, he's... He's all... I think he. they're both very sort of low-key, mm. kind of um, pretty dry kind of talkers. Yeah. Um, their their humor is pretty deadpan. Both of them, I would say. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like you can do not like in um the new uh, Jumanji movies, where Jack Black in the first one plays, I think a a schoolgirl, and in the second one he plays a um, he plays bloody Danny DeVito. But no, does he play Danny? No, The Rock plays Danny DeVito. Anyway, 
it was pretty unconvincing. But you could see they're playing these characters, their game, their people inside a video game. Oh, this is the kind of stuff you'd understand. So <laughs> well, the, I've, I haven't seen the new Jumanji films, but... Um... Right, they're, the Rock's in the video game, and then people go inside it, but the Rock's one of their avatars, uh, Jack Black's one of their avatars. And so are they doing their own voices, or are they dubbed... No, they're doing oh. their own voices, but they're doing sort of impersonations of the characters that are playing them. So hang on, it's The Rock doing an impersonation of De- Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito, but it's oh, okay. no good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I didn't I didn't think he would have that much range. No, he, the first one was good because he was doing like it was just some school kid nerdy guy. So he right. was just playing The Rock only like holy shit, I'm a big tough guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, he can do that. Which he can do, but he can't. <laughs> like an accent was like oh, that's not quite working. But you know, he still pulls it off with through charisma as The Rock. Of course, would do. Yeah. Oh, Klaus and Ben have the same accent. Um, yeah, that's right. So that's what I mean. It's a lot. It's easy. It's an easy thing to pull off, but it's also not clear necessarily that he is a different character at that point. You yeah. know, there's no no obvious tell. They needed him to have a twitch or something. Well, I mean, Diego comes up later and he's like, "Klaus, are you high?" Like he's, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. He can tell he's a bit different. Not immediately apparent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, oh, we also see around here. We see. Um, uh, Vanya riding in the car with Carl. They go to a paddock where there are some cows. Um, uh, Vanya knows something is up anyway, uh, and so she's just she's like, "Why? Why'd you bring me here?" And Carl tells a story about um, cows being slaughtered due to hoof and mouth disease, um, and uh, saying how the, the disease spread, uh, and um, he uh, clearly sees homosexuality is a is a disease that's spreading oh uh, yeah right um it's in his family he thinks it's a contagious thing well i get yeah i guess so yeah right um yeah i didn't i yeah right that's that's full on um i don't know what i was thinking he was talking about i just thought he was talking about the disease of cheating on me oh well, uh... <laughs> yeah no that's probably <laughs> i mean i i yeah i mean that's the way i interpreted it anyway, but also yeah um... like i don't like, how far is this going to spread? Other people are going to be cheating on you. <laughs> well, but even like homosexuality, or oh, first sissy, then then what's next? Who else are you going to seduce with your lesbian wiles? Yes. Um, or bisexual wiles, I guess, because she was with... Uh, uh, Leonard. Leonard. Another forgettable guy. What a forgettable um, name. When you see when you hear hoof in mouth, the I picture a cow putting its hoof in his mouth going, <laughs> <laughs> It's probably what that's 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 where I would have got the name from. Yeah, yeah. Um So anyway. So yeah, so he, he ends up saying you better basically you better have Go home, pack up. You better be gone by the time I get back. I'm going to go drinking with my friend. You yeah. take the car home. Don't be there when I get home. But the threat he makes is that, oh, we're going to have to send Harlan away. We're going yeah. to send Harlan off to a, a facility or something, right? Mm. Uh, unless unless you leave. Which is, it feels like a bit of a weird threat. Yeah, well, I guess he, he just knows that he means a lot to Vanya. And sissy. Yeah. I mean, and unless it's an empty threat, he's he's obviously doesn't care much about his son. I d- well, I think they've made that pretty clear. Yeah, I suppose this so. This season he doesn't seem to care that much about his son. I mean, he's out he's out every night drinking. He's hardly yeah. home at all. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, also, um, probably was different in the 60s, but my thought also was like, 
Oh, maybe a special facility wouldn't be so bad for uh, someone with special needs. Like, yeah, um, well, I, I think Vanya sort of mentions it later that they don't even really know what it is. He's like, we if we take them with us, it's got a name. Where in twenty nineteen? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, if they don't even. Yeah, I which I didn't realize that it was uh, they were so unaware of back then, but it makes sense that they know more now. Oh yeah, of course. But yeah, so I you know I. I don't know what they were doing back then, but it was, uh, I imagine it's probably uh, all looked after better now than it was then. Yeah. You'd hope so. But by, um, by the same token, you go for another 50 years, hopefully even better again. Hopefully. Um, so, but anyway, it's a Vanya. Or um, they go back to leeches. Everyone, every cure is <laughs> leeches again. Well, we're actually onto it in the first place. Yeah, leeches they had it right the first time. Uh, um, anyway, the the threat works uh, on Vanya. Anyway, she um, she's uh, uh, obviously doesn't want that to happen. Um, so, um, but a bit about Luther. We we jump in with with him. He he arrives at Allison's place to pick her up, um, and Allison's pretty sort of she's sort of wrestling with this idea of um, a- abandoning her life in the sixties. Like it, it, suddenly, it's like oh, you can go back. But you have to make the decision now, mm. um, and you have to leave your husband. But you could see your daughter again. So, uh, and she's. But I can't promise that. Yeah, because I don't really know. Yeah, we don't it was really interesting. Going. Yeah, I, in my head, I'm starting to like dive into different scenarios where, oh, maybe um, Allison, who when she's elderly, will be catching up with Luther, in you know, in the next episode. If if this time jump does work. Oh, right. Yeah. If anyone was left behind and they the others went, then maybe. But um, as we'll say soon, that ne- doesn't necessarily happen. Yeah. But then if she doesn't go back, does and the timeline keeps going through, does their daughter even get born? And if she does, oh, then yeah. there must be a second Allison in that timeline. Ooh. Yeah, it definitely gets hairy. Mm. Um. Very, very tricky. But then, so well, she'd be in that loop, I guess. Then the same Allison yeah, goes back right. and just keeps living that. Yes. Um. So she's wrestling with that idea. She's in tears about it, or you know, sort of just emotional about it. Um. And then Ray comes in and sees Luther there, they're hugging and stuff, and he's like, "What did you say to her?" <laughs> um. Then we uh. We go back to Klaus or Ben uh, in, in Klaus's body, having a lovely time with Jill. Um, they're having a nice conversation. She offers to have sex. Um, of course, she thinks it's Klaus, though, and so Ben's sort of t- trying to explain, no, I'm not myself. I'm not yeah. me. Also, know. yeah, so I guess he's thinking, like, maybe consent stuff. Like, yeah, I'm not actually Klaus right now. <laughs> but then it also turns out he's also a virgin, so he's nervous about that. Yeah. Because um, she's like, what do you mean you haven't had sex before? What about the three-way we had on the sex swing last week? <laughs> um, which, yeah, I thought was interesting that Ben didn't know about that. Yeah. Because Ben's not around all the time. He goes off and does his own ghost stuff. Well, none of I Like, I don't think it It wasn't explicitly clear that um, Klaus was going around having sex with all his followers yeah. until now. I don't think they'd mentioned that. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they've talked about that. I Yeah, I assumed that maybe it has happened. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so there's a bit of awkwardness there, and then uh, Diego rocks up to take him away. Um, and, uh, and and as we said, he's, he's like, Klaus, are you high? 
Um, but and then Ben's like, "No, it's me. It's Ben." He's like, "What?" And and he he's proves like, it with a, a song they used to sing together. Yeah, that Klaus wouldn't have known about. Yeah, uh, and then so Diego's convinced that it's Ben, uh, and now you have a nice moment. Do you yeah, get a sort of hug. It's like, oh, it's, there aren't a lot of nice moments in this show, but uh, that was that was an awesome. Nice. Yeah, I, um, I liked how he believed it straight away. It was set up to be another frustrating thing of his yeah. own. Anyway, Klaus, shut up and come <laughs> along. It's just another one of Klaus's silly games. Um, and but but before they run off, Ben wants to deal with the cult. He kind of wants to disband uh, the cult rather than just disappear on them. Um, and and Diego's like, oh, I've got something else I want to do as well. So um, they're like, just we'll just meet at the alley in thirty minutes. Don't be late. This all seems like it's not going to go well. Yeah. Um, and then and then right at the end of that scene, um, you sort of see Klaus sort of coming back or fighting back into his yes. body. You're like, oh, this is... Oh, Clock's ticking on that It's getting as well. stressful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we see uh, Five uh, manages to find Vanya, um, but she, she... He's like... They're oh, just you. driving past in yeah. a couple of beautiful old cars yeah. on the country road. Um, it's a nice shot. So he tries to convince her to to come away, but um, it's trickier with Vanya because she doesn't have any recollection or connection to the future that yeah. they're going to, and um, or, you know has all the connection with uh, the family that she's living with. So she doesn't want to leave Sissy and Harlan behind. Um, he refuses to to bring them along with them, uh, and and Vanya sort of puts her foot down, and there's this tense moment where. He's, yeah, they're both powering up. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the glowing fists and she's got the glowing chest or heart or whatever. Yeah. And eyes. I don't know who would win in that, that confrontation, but she it's, backs down. You assume it's Vanya, but Vanya might not be aware of that yet. Yeah. She obviously... Based on season she, one, it's she can Vanya. Take him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so. Because, uh, because Five's power is to zap around a bit. Yeah, but um, she could blow. She could she blow could up the blow moon up like or something. A bomb, yeah. Um, H bomb. Anyway, so it, but it doesn't Both come to that. Things. Um, a bomb, H bomb. Atom bomb and a. Atomic bomb and a. Atomic hi- bomb. Hydrogen. Hydrogen. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, it's funny. It felt like we're at, we'd slipped out of sync there, but we're in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, this Zoom call has just gone out of sync. <laughs> uh, she uh, she backs down. She's like, "All right, but I need to say some goodbyes first. So then she goes off, and you're like, mm, "This isn't gonna, yeah. isn't gonna happen." All these things, I'm like, oh, "This all sucks. It's not going well." Forget your it? goodbyes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, oh, we see uh, Diego does go to uh, find Lila. Um. I guess. What does no, she find? She, him? Finds, he, she finds him. He goes to bury the body of Elliot. Yeah, he's digging a grave, and she she finds Which him. Which also, it's like just leave it. Someone will do that. Yeah, but I guess he did. Elliot was so helpful to them, so it's out of respect and stuff. Exactly. He's like, yeah. He's he's trying to do sort of the honourable, respectful thing yeah. for for this guy that in real life nice. I'd be like, yes, fair enough. Yeah. Because watching a show, I'm like, man, <laughs> I don't know if you have time for this. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Lila rocks up and, and he confronts her about lying about things. She sort of comes clean to a degree. She's like, yeah, well, I, um, 
she doesn't specifically say that she was working for the commission or whatever. She's like, but I guess the jig is up sort of is the vibe. Yeah. Um, uh, and she seems fairly genuine at, at this point. Yeah. And she's sort of been slipping towards that way about Diego for a while. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, she's, this seems like she's, she's, um, yeah, she's, she, there's nothing bad going on here. She offers him a, a swig of her drink, uh, but, uh, it knocks him out immediately. And then she spits out what... Because it looked like she was drinking it, but she was yeah. holding it in her mouth. She spits it out, showing, oh, it was drugged in some way. Yes. Um, uh, so, so, again, another another thing where you're like, oh, this isn't... I don't think they're going to make this deadline. Yeah, um, yeah. So. <laughs> I'm like, well, he's definitely not making the deadline now. We see Alison telling Ray that she's leaving. She's like, oh, this feels like a longer conversation than... Uh, yeah, it's your husband. Yeah. She's got 23 minutes, she says. Um, she, uh, and that she, includes travel time. Yeah. <laughs> um, she offers to, to make him forget about it, mm. which she, she could do with her uh, rumour power. This is another nice moment. He says, no, I, I don't want to do that. I, I'd, prefer, uh, I'd prefer the heartache than to not know. And a year with you... Be like a lifetime with anyone else. Yeah, it's very nice. Something like that. Um, maybe because she's got superpowers that leaves an impression on you. Yeah, um, not enough to want to go with him, but uh, with her, but um, sort of explain it because he's doing important work um, that he doesn't want to leave it behind. He's yeah, like, this is it's my like time. It's bigger than him and stuff, yeah. and she sort of. Um, she's like, well, there's still work to be done in the future, and he's like, well, yeah. wasn't this work done now? Didn't this? Have an impact on the future. It's like, yeah, no, that's right. (laughs) You're right. All right. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, so we, um, oh, and then, and then there's a knock at the door and uh, it's, it's the Swedes. Uh, they, Selling they a vacuum. Show up, yeah, they're vacuum cleaner salesmen. I don't know who they're they not think they're milk. kidding. <laughs> I don't know but what it, the point is of this. I kind of, I I forget who knows who, so I was kind of expecting her to go to fight straight away. Oh right! But she kn- she didn't know who they were, and one of them chop gives her a chop in the throat straight away. So obviously either got lucky or knew her power yeah. was talking, because she was uh, winded. She her couldn't. Her power talk. was talking. Yeah, <laughs> talking a specific line. Yes, um, which she is able to utter soon after. She's desperately trying to get her breath. She finds an attachment for one of the vacuum. The vacuum cleaner that they were tr- pretending to sell to her, and jabs it into one of the Swede's eyes. Yeah, <coughs> which takes him out. Uh, and the I'm other guys. Trying to work out why the Swedes are there. Last time we saw them, they were torturing Elliot. Are we? Are we assuming that Elliot gave up her location, or, or mm. why do they know who she is and why she's involved in anything? Right. Well, like, well, like would they, they know her still, power? They I, are still working for the commission. Yeah. We assume. But as far as they know, their mission is still to take care of Diego. Right. Because of the memo that they got that they thought was from Yeah. The I'm assuming and we also because something. they 
also because they kill they think that he killed their brother. So that still is, except unless maybe the Elliot thing was the eye for an eye, and so oh, so yeah. they're like we're even on the brother thing. Right <laughs> now we're moving on to another thing. Yeah, I I'm not sure. I don't know why they rock up. Or maybe there. we'll find that out later that um, the handler got them to do that. She didn't yeah. really want them to go. Hmm. I don't know. Let us know if we've missed something. Um, on that one. But yes, they, they so they, yeah they they hit Alice in the throat. She she um the, the uh she gets one of them in the eye with a the vacuum attachment. Um, the little one that uh, I guess is for vacuuming like cracks or something. Yeah, I guess so. The sharper of the yeah the sharpest one. If you're trying to picture it, it's a sharpish. Yeah, one. man, got them with their own vacuum yeah. cleaner. I mean, if they didn't bring props, they, <laughs> they might have yeah. survived. Yeah. Imagine if they were delivering milk in glass bottles. That would have been ugly too. Yeah. I gave her enough time to catch her breath and to rumour the other Swedish brother and say, I heard a rumour, you killed your brother. Yeah. Um, And she was right. He goes and does it. Yeah, the rumour was true. Um, (laughs) uh, Which I thought, proving once and for all that they are brothers. I think we were a bit sceptical about that. Well, that's the other thing, right? If she didn't know him... She just yeah, assumed their brother. Yeah, she brothers. has just assumed that. Yeah, I thought that what a gamble. He walks out the door, catches a plane back to Sweden. <laughs> 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 yeah, I thought that was that that risk. Or maybe he's an only child and just yeah. does nothing. Like, I don't know what to do with <laughs> what, this. <laughs> but what do you? Yeah, what, what happens if you give them an impossible <laughs> yeah. or like illogical His head task? Explodes. Yeah, it's like why do you? All right, uh, don't know what to do with that information. Um, I heard a rumor. You told me what comes first, the chicken or the egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but he goes. He goes. He, he strangles his brother to death, and then um, is is he sort of snaps and, just, like, and leaves. Yeah, well, he's pretty shocked by killing his own brother. They obviously have quite a bond. Yeah, they were pretty upset when yeah, their yeah, other yeah. brother died. Um, and he's, he, got he quite had vengeful. to leave to quickly make you know another floating bonfire. I guess so. Had to get supplies. Anyway, yeah, yeah, he runs off. Um, or maybe he's just, he feels like he's not prepared for, he's, uh, he's, you'd be pretty freaked out by that. Obviously, yeah. she, you, she has a power. I wonder how much of it do you, under, do you even know has happened? Yeah. Is I mean, he seeing himself kill him going, I'm yeah, not, I, I don't I want like to be doing be, this? Yeah, I feel like he'd be conscious of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I, I wonder if he realizes that he's done it because she told him to. Mm. Or if he's done it now, he feels guilty because, like, what have I done? Like, yeah. what? You know, how did what, how did this happen? What have I? You know, because like, so, I was kind of thinking that they just black out when, yeah, right, and and then come to and like, what just happened? Where am I? But it's not like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think they seem to be conscious. Like, um, the because the remember, guy drinking, pouring the coffee is like he's, you know, pr- conscious for that at least. That's true. Remember um, last week when Raymond asked, um, "Did you?" Have you ever used it on me? Would I even know if if you did? And she, yeah. if if she he would have known, you'd think she would have quickly gone. No, you'd remember if I did. Yeah, that's interesting. So you can't have assumed that they because she just says no, be unaware. Right? She doesn't say anything. She just stands awkwardly and like, ugh. Oh right. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> well, though that didn't that didn't hurt their relationship. They seem to be more in love than ever since then. Yeah, maybe she heard a rumor about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, so... Have we talked about, um, so 
we see the handler put AJ the fish in her desk. It's yeah, like, okay, oh, yeah, this think, is going to come back. Yeah, I think we... Uh... Why? You're killing... He's your enemy. You're you're sort of you holding him there to gloat. Yeah. But we all know in a show like this, this is only going to come back around. He's going to somehow foil you somewhere, right? Otherwise, why Mini would they... Mini is just a fish. That's true. It would be hard. <laughs> what would he do? Um... So he uh, might tell one of the other workers, "Hey, I'm in here." <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. It could it could come back to to bite her. Um, we uh, we skipped over. So Vanya, um, we see her get back to the house. So she's gone to uh, uh, ostensibly say goodbye to Sissy and Harlan and Carl. Um, but uh, instead, she says, uh, "We have to go now." <laughs> yeah, um, and we're not sure if that's her leaving uh, to come. For the time traveling, yeah, to go to or the future. to go to the country and escape everyone. Yeah, I assumed it was to get just get away, um, but it could could equally have been to yeah to get to that alleyway to get to the future. Even though five made it pretty clear that they wouldn't be coming along, um, but I guess you know if 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 they made it to that you know mm. the uh, you know with a minute remaining, it would be hard to have an argument about that. I guess yeah. Um, so, uh, and also, I guess Carl is out at this point as well. So, I guess they, either way, they're wanting to escape him as well. Um, Sissy runs in to grab a stash of cash that she's got. She the, says, I got to leave a note. I got to talk to him. She's like, No, we don't have any time. We got to go now. Don't leave a note. We got to go. Yeah. She runs back in to get the cash. And I get, and I was thinking, I think at that point that they were going to the future. So, I'm like, Well, this cash is going to depreciate in value. <laughs> you really would be better off. Depositing that in a bank oh, and then cashing it yes. out in 2019. Yes, that would have made a lot of sense. Uh, a lot of dollars, too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but maybe that maybe that shows that they were just going to run in the 60s rather than go back. To, otherwise, why would she be going? I better bring a tin of cash. <laughs> we're about to go to 2019. Yeah. Um, maybe she just didn't want Carl to find it and have money. Oh yeah. Asshole, Carl. <laughs> Real piece of shit. Um, well, 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 we see... Um, Go. <laughs> we st- Put my hoof in my mouth. Yeah, hoof yeah. in my mouth, yeah. Um, uh, we see Ben uh, in Klaus's body again, seeing off the cult. Um, so, uh, oh, and, and leaving Kiji, as we were saying um, uh, earlier with... Oh, were we saying earlier? No, no that saying. was off pod. Yeah. Um, as he's sort of saying goodbye to to. Kichi, the, the, I guess he's... Uh, you don't only remember the main characters' names. You remember cult members' names. I, I have... I just have notes. Uh, oh, okay. So that's why I, I remember. Uh, otherwise, I definitely wouldn't remember. Um, or at least wouldn't be remembering with such confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I think his name was... Kichi's a great Conch, name. Conchman. I'm hearing it for the first time, seemingly. Kichi. Kichi. Love Kichi. it. Yeah, he's definitely... That name's come up before. Um, he's a minor character. Uh, anyway, so so Bennett, I guess, has disbanded the cult to a degree, maybe, or at least has told him that he's leaving. Um, and uh, and, and Kichi's sort of like running off, and Kichi's following him, and he's like, any any final words, um, any final words of wisdom I can pass on, or whatever. And he he just spouts the some of the lyrics to Backstreet's back. Yeah, the opening lyrics, which took a while. I didn't recognize. Yeah, I'm it. like, oh, this is sounding very vaguely familiar. Interesting that it was front of mind for. 
Ben? Yeah, a song from, what, 20 years earlier in their timeline. Yeah, I guess maybe around the time Ben died. But yeah, maybe that was... Can, can he, maybe he's not keeping up with modern music. Yeah. Now that he's dead. <laughs> uh, that makes That's some sad. sense, I suppose. It might just be a favourite song of his. He's got a lot of time. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then it cuts into, like, a bit of a montage, doesn't it? Yeah, well, this is where we see... Um, we actually see the the Swedes attack it. That that whole fight scene between the Swedes and Allison and Raymond. Um, that all happens to the tune of Backstreet's Back right. by the Backstreet Boys. All right. Um, dun, and, uh, dun, dun, dun. So that, that that all happens there. So um, we also see. Um, oh, so and, and we see that Klaus and Ben. So so what I was thinking was going to happen was that Klaus was going to fight back into his body. And they weren't going to get to the alleyway because of something there. But actually, Ben's managed to stay in Klaus's body, um, and they actually make it to the alleyway. Even though yeah. you can see the sort of wrestling with each other, they do make it to the alleyway. So four on of time. the seven actually get there. Yeah. So five and Luther are there waiting. They're, they're the first ones there, um, and yeah, and, and Klaus and Ben. Uh, e- even though they maybe the only thing that Klaus is, but they think it's Klaus. Yeah. They're like, oh, you made it. Yeah, because Diego's <laughs> of all out. people, sort of thing. Um, and uh, with only eight minutes to spare. Yes. So... Diego is has been drugged. Vanya is with Sissy. Yeah. And... Uh, and Alison. Alison's in a fight with the Swedes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so as we know, Alison wins that fight. But um, not we in don't, time. Yeah, and we, we don't see... Um, uh, yeah, not not in time. We, so we don't, she we doesn't don't see make what it. what happens after that. We uh, we find Diego coming to in Chelsea Handler's office when yes. um, so oh something we missed before there was a scene earlier where um, so the, the the handler is is in in the office like in in her office that she's decided for herself is her office is the leader of the commission now um, she offers to Lila that she could be the head of security um, yes. for the commission. And Lila accepts that post um, that says uh, on, on, on the condition that she can run it the way she wants to run it. Oh, right. Um, so maybe Diego is her first hire. Yeah, I think the, the implication here is she's, she's brought Diego to the, to the handler to go, this is gonna, I'm going to run it with Diego. Um, so, you know, her drugging Diego obviously was... Uh, it was a love, a, a, a love ho- drugging. Yeah, it was sort of like it was hostile in a way. We thought that she was turning on Diego to take him out or something, right? I thought she was going to bury him there in the yeah, grave. Yeah, that's that he what it looked for like for a second, but it didn't make sense to me because I'm like, I think, I think she loves him. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So she's um, apparently brought him on board. This uh, conversation, which it cuts before Handler Chelsea Grammer Handler um, <laughs> is able to respond, because that's going to tell us a lot whether or not she actually wanted them to. Use the briefcase and time yeah. travel if it was going to the sun or 2019. Like, she, if she goes, he should be burning up in the sun right now, then yeah. we'll know that then we'll know that's what that was where that was a yeah. plan. Or if she goes, I really wanted them out of here and back in the 2019 timeline. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we don't see. So I guess we'll find out that on the next episode. Uh, Alison, we, yeah, I guess she just hasn't quite made it in time. Yeah, we and... don't see what happens to her after the fight. So the uh, the the Swede that kills his brother, he he just runs off. Hmm. Um, I guess maybe Allison would be delayed a bit there to look after Ray to make sure he's okay because yeah. he copped a bit of. But it was also like she had twenty three minutes to get downtown. 
She was battling to get there anyway. I get. I yeah. I don't really have a sense of. I don't how either. Far but out yeah, of I'm town assuming she lives, but... she's in a suburb of Dallas. Yeah, she maybe has a car. Yeah, or Ray has a car. Maybe it's true. Um, traffic maybe wasn't so bad back then. I don't know. I guess. Dallas traffic these days. I feel like she. Don't get me started. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought maybe she potentially could have made it, but it's definitely tight. But, but then finally, but we Vanya. do see. Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah, and we see Vanya is uh, is on the road um, with Sissy and Harlan, and, and they approach a roadblock. Uh, yeah, the cop, two cop cars, siren, oh, at least lights on. Yeah, and uh, Vanya's like, "It's all right, just stay calm." I think, and but Sissy says, "I left a note." I'm like, <laughs> oh fucking hell, Sissy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they've acted on this note pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, Carl wasn't home when they left. No, I know that's and uh, it that, feels that's like very, very quickly. Yeah, right? feels like a time frame of maybe like ten minutes, maybe twenty yeah, he, minutes. It doesn't make sense, really. But doesn't really. He must have got home soon after. It. He made it sound like he was going to be drinking all day. Kind of assume he would be yeah. out until the next morning or something. But, um, but no. So he at the yeah she left a note. Um, uh, and we see, oh, so before before that scene sort of continues, uh, we see that, that the time limit, that 90-minute time limit passes um, and that the briefcase does its thing and... Uh, yeah, five chucks it and it just sort of... Disappears. Zips through a, a wormhole in the sky. Yeah, so that's fairly, um, that's fairly depressing. Five is a, a bit, you know, disappointed by that. Yeah. Um, but... It was always going to happen, really, yeah. <laughs> watching this episode. Like, they were never going to... I guess the, the question um, I was wondering was, are some of them going to go? Yeah, that's what I was aren't. wondering as will well. They be, will they be split across time? But no, no none of them none of them got in or whatever. They basically whatever. decided it was all in or none in. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Nice family uh, sticking together sort of a thing. I guess it also was fairly... Maybe a bit ambiguous as to what... like. So then if they didn't, if some of them stayed in that timeline, would they have continued and the apocalypse would have happened and right. would they have died or something? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, it's unclear exactly how that would have played out. Um, anyway, moot point now. Uh, that the whole whole thing has disappeared. Um, and then uh, we, we cut back to Vanya, Sissy and Harlan in the car um, and the, the police approach, uh, the approach Vanya in the driver's seat, like, get out of the car. Um, and then Sissy's like, she knows who the cop is. It's her brother-in-law. It's her brother-in-law, Carl's brother, Jerry. Um, such a Jerry. Such a Jerry. Ugh, Jerry. Ugh, Jerry. Um, and and, and is like, I don't want to get out of the car. And then and, and Jerry's like, no, get out of the car. Um, and, and Vanya sort of threatens a bit. Well, she says, I don't want to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, hey, little lady. <laughs> well, he cocks his gun or something. And he yeah. goes, I don't think you're going to hurt me. And then she hurts him. She does, yeah. And she, but knocks... she, she's like knocking a few of them down. She's showing her powers, I guess, for the first time in front of Sissy. Oh yeah, that's a good point. And then um, she makes eye contact with Sissy, sort of in the middle of the fight. Um, well, with, she's knocked them all the down. Uh, I guess she thinks that that they're down for a, a moment for, for the count. No, I mean just for a moment, maybe. Yeah, but, um, but, but they no. weren't. They yeah. went down for the moment. So <laughs> no. she took her eyes off the prize and uh, got, uh, what do you call it, when they hit you with the back of the gun? Knocked out. I don't know. Feels like there's a word for that. Gun butted. But yeah, gun butted. <laughs> That's the term. Got gun butted. Yeah. Uh, and she was knocked out. And that was 
Is that the end of the episode? That was the end of the episode. That was the end of the episode. Um, yeah. Um, so, I yeah, I I found it a stre- more stressful. Than it was stressful, so. and it and a bit of a frustrating end as well. Yeah. It's like, oh, all this came to nothing. Yeah, like... it did feel all a bit pointless, and it always it kind of felt like it was always going to be a bit pointless. I guess yeah. we learned stuff, and there we did learn stuff. Yeah, Diego's now in there at the commission. Like things have happened. Yeah, but I don't know. That was that wasn't my favorite episode. Feels like a bit of a, a dead end for them. Unless, mm. unless, like, unless Diego, you know, tries to make a bargain and stuff, you know, there's there's some potential pathways through to where they want to get to, I guess. Um, but I mean, at the moment, for those that, for everyone except Diego, they're all just stuck in the '60s now. With it seems like no real uh, way to jump to the future. I guess they just focus back on how to stop the impending apocalypse, which is still something they've got to deal with. Yes. Um, but, yeah, and they don't have Diego now. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. We, I mean, we did have the whole... The, probably the biggest part of it was uh, Ben being able to inhabit Klaus's body. Yeah. wonder if he's going to be able to do that for more people, or is that part of Klaus's... Oh, yeah. I guess that's probably part of Klaus's skill set. Yeah, that he can be possessed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, no one else knows that he can do that at this stage because Diego is out of the picture for yeah. the moment. Yeah, that was um, frustrating. What, what did you think of how he ended up expelling Ben <laughs> in like a quite a powerful spew? Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, spewed up quite a lot of gunk. Which is sort of like a nod to... The Exorcist and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit like that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a yeah old school projectile vomiting. Yeah, <laughs> um, which I guess to the others would have just looked like he was projectile vomiting. Like yeah. whereas to us, we could see that it was sort of vomiting out Ben along with yeah, whatever so that, much that stuff was. sludge. Ugh. like oh, yeah, so much stuff looked pretty unpleasant. I'd say yeah. Klaus is unlikely to uh, want to keep doing that. Um, no. <laughs> Well, especially unless Ben agrees to um, a time limit or something. Yeah, I wonder if. Yeah, I guess Klaus managed to fight fight his way back. He, unless Ben. Yeah, I think it that was him. I assume that was him fighting. That was Klaus's work. Or maybe a bit of both. Yeah, Ben's because, like, well, we got to where we had to get to. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. He held on for so long because he was basically holding him hostage at that point, holding yeah. his body hostage. So it's a butt stroke. Oh, okay. I did, I've not heard that term before. I hadn't either. I thought I was going to be more familiar with that. Butt stroke or butt stroking is the act of striking someone with the buck stock, the butt stock of a rifle, shotgun, or or similar long gun. Yeah. Also, what you call stroking someone's butt. Yeah. Yeah, that's when it gets um, confusing. <laughs> if yeah. someone says, context is important. You want there, a butt stroke? And <laughs> you're going to have to ask another question. I got a couple yeah. of follow ups before I commit either way yeah. to this. Sounds nice, but. Uh... I mean, in, at certain times, you might you might be able to offer a straight out no, depending on the <laughs> person. But often you might be like, look, I'm going to have to get you to be more specific, please. It depends. It depends. Uh, all right. Well, do you want to go through some messages we've got from listeners here? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so if you want to um, send it through a message, you can do that via a link in the show notes. Uh, it can be about whatever you like, primates. Uh, or Umbrella Academy would be the obvious two things. 
Uh, but if it could be about anything at all, and sometimes it is. This one here is from James, and James uh, is in Brisbane. He wrote this a couple of weeks back, so let's see how relevant it is to us now. <laughs> oh, do you remember? I was trying to figure out where I'd heard the scorpion and the frog fable. Yeah. Uh, it looks like that's what this is about. James writes, Hey, Evan, and the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Uh, Matt was up. When he goes on the very next sentence, he, oh. he remembers my name again. Uh, hey, Evan, and the other one. Matt was asking about where he specifically heard the scorpion and the frog story recently, and assuming 10,000 people haven't already replied. Uh, they haven't, or at least they hadn't at this point. Uh <laughs> From context, I'd say it was in Afterlife. Yes, that's where it would have been. Ricky Gervais' Netflix show. Oh, uh, I haven't watched that. He says, I, well, that's why you wouldn't have been able to help me at the time. <laughs> uh, he says, I know this because I heard the fable three times in the span of a month and actually made a montage of all the times I've seen it. I'll leave the link, uh, but I can't imagine you guys watching it on the pod is any better content than the video itself. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes for people interested. Yeah, that's uh, fun. Anyway, Umbrella Academy Season 2 dropped like a week and a half later, and while Klaus undoubtedly spins the most entertaining version of the story, I was banging my head against the wall because I'd heard it thousands of times while editing the video. <laughs> anyway, still loving primates and keep up the pod work. Uh, thank you so much, James. It's very helpful. Yeah. I... Uh, it was killing me. I could not find it online from Google. Yeah, searches. you found a list, and you it wasn't and on it there. It wasn't I guess. on that list. No. Ah, well, so better go in and add it then. But yeah, it's funny. I'd never heard it before, and I guess like James just started hearing it all the time, hmm. uh, or at least in this little short period. Um, thank you, James from Brisbane. Hope you're going well up there. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back up to Brisbane. I love that city. We're locked out though, aren't we? The last gig of I've, I've, I've performed stand-up was in brisbane in march oh wow um got a one booked for next week so um absolutely shitting myself and <laughs> with excitement and trepidation where are you gigging uh next week at voltaire and then right. also got one at the new comedy republic oh yeah comedy republic yeah they're doing a whole whole string of gigs yes if anyone's in melbourne and looking to come to see, see some comedy they're all limited Tickets now because of um, yeah, it's hard to. Uh, so get get tickets to both of those. Voltaire will be pretty low key, um, and Comedy Republic will be. I mean, they'll both be low key, but Comedy Republic, <laughs> will, I assume, will have um, famous people on. Yeah, I really want to check out Comedy Republic. Yeah, it's only it opened just as lockdown was sort of it was just bad timing um, or unlucky, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's uh, run by uh, Reese Nicholson and his partner Kyron Wheatley and uh, Alex Dyson, uh, who uh, also run Bob Bar together in the city. Yes. Um, so, it was, yeah, their cool. timing's just been really unlucky. They were really starting up. It was going to kick off a comedy festival. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So it's so great that they've been able to hold on and yeah, um, have, a, have a crack at it. I now. think they're doing some streaming stuff as well, potentially. I know they were looking into that stuff. Yeah. If um, you... So do go check them out and support them if you can. Uh, let me look up their website, um, comedyrepublic.com.au. So if you're keen to go out and see some comedy, that would be a great place to do it. Like, Yeah. Yeah. 
just looking through it's all you know all big names from tv and stuff on every show uh oh my show i'm doing it with uh ben russell huh. grace jarvis and josh earl oh wow uh that's great all previous guests of this show yeah and uh obviously ben russell's your second banana or, uh, yeah, or third yeah. banana or third, on Game I, I, Game. I haven't ranked them but equal second maybe equal second banana uh, do you know if that's going to be streamed or anything? Or is that just uh, an a in-person... I'm not sure. I, I, I'm i assuming in-person, but I, I don't know. Yeah, right. Uh, but if you're in Melbourne, that is on the 5th of December, 7pm. Um, so, yeah, that'd be fun. You go to uh, comedyrepublic.com and click on what's on. But, yeah, every, every week from um, next week, it looks like they've got big lineups. On uh, three, four, yeah, it looks like most nights, even hmm. cool, do it. Um, yeah, I forget how we got there, but <laughs> I just I was saying Brisbane, I like as a city. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, this message comes from Peter Y from Pittman in New Jersey, and uh, Peter writes in the last episode, when was this? So, this is probably a couple episodes back. In the last episode, you said. They're all the same age. Oh, this might be a little um, actually, which I always enjoy. Oh, um, yeah. Actually, doesn't say it specifically, but this is a to- it's a helpful um, um, actually. Yeah. As of this season, they aren't all the same age. They all come back in different years and months uh, when they time traveled. Oh, of yeah. Of course. Right. Yeah. So despite being born on the exact same day, the Umbrella Academy siblings are now different ages. I guess five already was quite a lot older. Yeah. And now... Yeah, they're all spanning, you know, from between one, one and two, two three years, years yeah. difference. Oh, yeah, good point. It's yeah, funny I did not connect that at all. Yeah, I didn't think about that either. Time travel throws up so many fun things. Thank you very much, Peter Y from Pittman, New Jersey. Say hi to the boss for me. Um, Is that Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, he's from New Jersey. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wanna, he probably still lives there. This one comes from Elijah. In Sydney, Sydney, Australia. Hey, say hi to. Uh, is someone from Sydney? Uh, 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 the guy, uh, Paul Hogan for me. <laughs> he painted the, the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Yeah, uh, right. Okay. Why can't I think of anyone from Sydney? Tim Minchin lives there. At Tim, the say hi to Tim Minchin he's for us. He's not from there, but okay, okay. Well, that's close enough. I mean, he's there. <laughs> That'll do. Yeah. Uh, Elijah writes. Why it feels like there should be fam- like famously Sydney people. Why don't they have it? Um yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um Hey, they hope probably you- are. Yeah, they probably are. Fun. I'll think of someone before we <laughs> we finish the episode. Hey, I hope you're both well. I'm enjoying season one and two recaps. It's nice to have other people's thoughts after each episode. Anyways, thought I would just pop in with my interpretation of why Klaus hides Ben. Sorry if this is too long. Feel free oh, to skim. Oh, yeah. I don't have a theory on this. No. Yeah. It's a, a, to me, it feels like it's a, a story reason. It's like, so you could have a moment like today when Diego was like, holy shit, you're here? Yeah. I feel there must be... I, I assume there's some history that we're not aware of. Right. Um. Anyway, let's find out. Elijah's probably got a better idea of this anyway. <laughs> yeah. Klaus having a past as a drug addict and a general eccentric character makes him pretty unreliable to his siblings. And since him being high uh, in general means he's depowered, 
The family typically doesn't believe he is able to see or interact with Ben. Seen in the bowling scene in season one, where Klaus tried to show, um, uh, tried to show that he was able to summon Ben and failing, it makes sense why the other Hargreaves siblings would not believe Klaus and see it as another eccentric tale uh, or Klaus ramble. Feel a little bad for Klaus. Must be pretty stressful to come back from 10 months at war, discover new abilities, and have the only other people who might believe him chalk it up to him being high or just Klaus. So in my view, I think the dismissal of his ability to interact with Ben because Klaus in Season 1 is maybe why he hides it in Season 2. I think it's just second nature Klaus having relapsed may have been avoiding a repeat of that judgment. If you read this, thanks. Hey. Elijah, no worries. Uh, I had to shorten it about three times. (laughs) I love Klaus as a character, and I think it's really interesting how the family's different responses to the trauma of Sir Reggie's very bad parenting often end up making them make choices that work against them. Hmm. Hey, thank you for that message, Elijah. You didn't have to shorten it three times. It wasn't even that long. (laughs) We've definitely had longer, I reckon. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Uh, Yeah. It's almost out of spite for the others in that case. Yeah, or just like you wouldn't believe me anyway. What's the point? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting. He never even tried. Because if that was the case, maybe they could have got him just to say it once and them not believe him, and then he'd be like, "Ah, fuck it. I'm not. I'm not trying again." Yeah. Um. Yeah, but that does make sense that it is just a. Yeah, just a protection thing of of his own head. Uh, thank you, Elijah. Uh, this one comes from Stephen J from VA, which I reckon is Virginia. Oh, yeah. Um, but it might be a country VA. What's a country that starts with V? Venezuela. Venezuela. It could be Venezuela. Mm. What about uh, Vancouver? Uh, could uh, be Vancouver. I don't think it's Vancouver. I don't think it's Vancouver, though. I reckon if from someone from Vancouver would write Vancouver. But then again, I would okay. have thought someone from Virginia would have written Virginia. <laughs> Or at least V-A-U-S-A. I don't know what V-A means out by itself. It could be anything. Maybe there's yeah, a place right. called VAR. It yeah, could okay. be a place called just VAR. It could be from Veterans Affairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Are we under audit? An audit? <laughs> uh, well, let's find out. Maybe there's more context in the message. Yeah. Stephen writes, Hey, guys. Ben in the Garden. So this is specific to this week's episode. Ben in the Garden made me think this would have made a good crossover episode of getting, getting Fruity with Matt and the Boys. <laughs> Did he make the right choice of uh, first thing to eat after all those years? Personally, I would have gone with pizza. Yeah, well, I guess we sort of kind of brushed on that earlier. Was yeah. the orange the right choice? Maybe too full on of a flavor to get straight into. Yeah, I mean, it was just there, I guess. Yeah, because um, isn't there a thing like if you've been starved or or you know you're you're lost in the wilderness for a long time and you have your body's not used to food processing food you you, you're not smart to eat a lot straight away oh right i think people can die from that oh i think maybe that happened after like for some prisoners of war before they figured it out maybe yeah Um, right so yeah what you just want to go on uh maybe the what is it the blat diet where you bacon, meant... lettuce, avocado. <laughs> no, yeah, tomato. that's the black sandwich. Oh, okay, sorry. No, what am I thinking of? <laughs> there's a there's a diet that you're meant to eat when you're sick. Ah. To not upset your stomach. 
bacon. Lettuce. I don't think it's bacon. <laughs> I think it's banana. Okay. Uh, I think it's brat. Bake, uh, banana, rice. Apple. Uh, apple. And t- toast. Oh, okay. But apple seems acidic. Maybe it is apple. Uh Avo- could be avocados. Could be avocado. I mean, they're good. Like, they're good for you, right? And they're pretty... Good fats. Yep. Uh... <laughs> got to remember, that's good fat. And they're useful. Yeah. You can use them for so many different things. I made brownies with avocados once. Oh, yeah. I don't like the idea of that. Yeah, I no. I feel like it's two good things. Beck didn't like the idea of that either. But if you don't think about the avocados in there... Beck, your girlfriend. Okay. Don't just drop in Beck like Sorry. everyone knows who Beck is. My partner, Beck. Um, I mean, most people know who Beck is, but maybe there's someone who's listening who doesn't. <laughs> I love the idea of avocados in brownies. I thought it was great. Right. Well, I, I would love to have avocado on toast and then a brownie without avocado in it, <laughs> if that's okay. You could also do that. Uh, and with the brat diet, if the B is for brownies. Uh, yes. Okay. Let's, yeah, B is for brownies. A is for avocado. T is for toast. You got all those three things okay. sorted. And then, ah, what could I, I could have something else? Uh, uh, rice r- bubbles. Rubber flavin. Uh, what? Rice bubbles, yep. <laughs> uh, Ribena berries. Oh, yeah. Uh, this one says it's season one, episode seven, but it, it, well, it came in this week, so I'm wondering if it might actually be season two. Let's find out. It's from Marcus Agnelli. This will be the last one we do today. And he, oh, I love you, Marcus, because I believe, unless there's a lot of dashes in where he's from, I think he's spelt it phonetically for me. Oh. <laughs> uh, Petawawa, Ontario. Okay. Uh, and I love that as a place name. Anyway, in Canada, uh, Marcus writes, Hell. Oh, I guess that's hello. <laughs> I find I never know when to. I don't want to correct people's spelling as I'm reading out their things. Oh. So, so often it sounds like I'm fumbling, and that's me taking it for the team because often <laughs> there's spelling mistakes or there's they've left out a oh, word geez. or something. I had no so idea. I sound silly. I just thought it was you being silly. But I really, I just don't want to put it onto our our <laughs> listeners. But yeah, that one was harder to cover. You're blaming Hell... you're blaming that one on Marcus, are you? Well, only because it was right off the bat. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, I'm assuming that's hello, Matt Nevin, but maybe it is hell, Matt Nevin. <laughs> Did you notice the candy bar to the left of the one that Five tries to get out of the vending machine? No. It is called Pogo Go-Go's. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I didn't notice that. that is fun. So this... I thought I thought there was no reference to Pogo in the episode at all, but there was. There was. There was quite a big one, and you were foolish <laughs> to miss it. Uh, with the slogan, take flight with Pogo Go-Go's. <laughs> I like to assume that the little space chimp, Pogo, became a celebrity of some kind and had a candy bar named after him. That's fun, yeah. Uh, he says, Matt, can you ask Jess if this is a fun fact? Jess on uh, another podcast I do called Do Go On would normally judge whether facts are fun or not, but no one uh, listening who knows Jess tell her about this, but in, in the monkey house, Evan and I are the first, we're the last, we are the only authority on what is fun. Okay. And what are facts? And I'm willing to call that a fun fact. Evan, are you going to agree or disagree? Uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed that. That's a fun fact, yeah. Marcus. Yeah. Don't don't worry. Jess Certified. doesn't. It doesn't. Jess's opinion, unless she's on this episode, it doesn't count when it comes to pogo-related fun facts. Uh, Marcus goes on. As for Sir Reginald Hargraves, Hargreaves, sorry, mm. and the numbering of his children, I always believed that the numbering was in 
was the order in which he procured them and nothing more. He probably told the children the order was based on usefulness to motivate them and pit them against each other. Also, I think it's clear that your next episode should be called Getting Bingy with the Boys, where Matt and Evan do an episode-by-episode review slash breakdown of the Amazon series The Boys. Ah. Keep up the great work, and as always, space chimps forever. <laughs> I really like The Boys. I just finished watching season two. Um, I've never seen it. Is it good? I really like it, yeah. It's, I guess it, it, in a way it's, it's like a more fucked up version of this in a way. It's sort of, it's just a, another different take on, um, on the superhero genre. Are they superheroes, but they're bad? Is that the... So, well, sort of, but well, they're, they're kind of like superheroes, but they're, um, they're Hollywood superstars. Right. And, you know, they're really, maybe it's slightly more realistic of it's how it would be. more cynical sort of yeah. idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for the boys fans out there, sorry I didn't explain that very well. But there are two <laughs> boys cameos in Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Oh, yeah, I, I spotted this. the first one because it's very blatant because he's like a he's right there. But um, okay, the guy who's like the super Superman guy in the boys, he's sort of you know the Clark Kent, but he never yeah. he doesn't have an alter ego. He's just always in his American flag uh, superhero suit. Yeah, right. His character's called. Uh, Homelander, <laughs> and uh, but then yeah, the human guy, kind of the main character in some ways, um, Dennis Quaid's son, I think, Jack Quaid. He was also in one of the sketches in the Basque NBA old timey oh, right. sketch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see something about that on. Yeah, with a fake mustache and stuff, grainy footage yeah, shot like from why? afar. <laughs> Could have been anyone. Well, I love that he was involved. Um, I'm guessing he's a fan and that's how that happened. Maybe or, or um, yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, thank you so much, Marcus, for that message. Please do keep the messages coming in. I, it's probably my favorite part of the episode is uh, going through the, the messages at the end. Yeah, it's always nice to hear from you guys. Uh, so get involved there. Looks like I'm just looking at next week. There's only one message so far relating to episode eight. So if you do have any thoughts on the next episode... Get them in uh, before Thursday, Melbourne time, and we'll read them out because we record these episodes basically an hour or two before it goes out. Yeah. It's basically live as far Almost. as podcasting goes. Because it's no editing. Uh, so people should see... Did we mention this at the start of the episode? Gamey Game is back for a one-off special. Yes, we did mention that. Um, so people just go straight to... Uh, hopefully you're already subscribed to the Stupid Old channel. Yeah. Which is there's a bunch of my stuff on there as well. Yeah. Um, but if you're not, do it now. And, yeah, watch the new Gaming Game episode. Even if you don't care about gaming, you'll still enjoy it. My sister yeah. is right into it, and she could not give a shit about oh, gaming. That's nice. She just thinks it's really funny. And she started watching all your Twitches. Oh, And, nice. like, your broader community of Twitches, Bex and uh, yeah. Marks and everyone. So, um, Gee, Mark is going off on Twitch. Yeah? Yeah. He's doing real good. Oh. He just keeps do- he just keeps doing streaming with T Pain. T Pain, yeah. What he's doing? I don't know. Streaming with T Pain, yeah. That's a fun thing. No to one say. would have thought T Pain that would happen. <laughs> Bloody hell! I was uh, yeah. T Pain, <laughs> yeah. The T Pain. <laughs> there you go. That's fun. You know who commented on his Instagram yesterday? T Pain? No. <laughs> Homelander. <laughs> no, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Commented on a, f- a photo Just of remind Mark with his me dad. Doogie Howser? Yeah, Doogie Howser. Holy shit. Yeah, How I Met Your Mother. 
Yeah, he's um, you know he's a superstar. He's, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, he's amazing. Name checked in Jude Pearl's comedy show we streamed uh, recently. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. The Neil Patrick Harris. That's N-P-H. wild. Yeah, uh, they're they're how fun. They've hit the big time. It's it's amazing. Yeah, which is it's funny because like. I think you and I and probably a lot of people in the Melbourne scene knew this was inevitable, that they were oh, going to yeah. be... Uh, even before the Netflix thing, it was like, eventually someone's going to be smart enough to put this on their streaming service or something. Yeah. I and, mean, we already kind of felt like they'd hit the big time in that they were they have been very popular. Um, yeah. Doing, doing big shows. But like, I, you know, I they, thought they were going to have a, and... a breakthrough to another level. They felt like there was always... There was more break, big breakthroughs to come. Yeah. And it, you know, it's is it embarrassing for the Australian TV industry that they didn't do it themselves? I think it. It sh- there should be people in Australia who are, feel a bit silly about yeah their first full TV show being made by an international company. Yeah, I I think um, yeah I I think especially because they did have there were so many clear opportunities like they were actively passed on yeah um and that which is a bit you know it's a bit disappointing it boggles the mind not only did they not actively pursue them when they were clearly doing very well on youtube you know doing stuff online and and doing um live touring and gigs on the, the comedy festival gala and all this sort of stuff they clearly were you know on a great trajectory and and, mm. and nobody actively pursued that i guess i mean apart from screen australia did uh, work with them a bit, but just not yeah, a true. not a network or a um, yeah yeah no no one really not one of the you know ABC or one of the commercial networks you yeah no one gave him a show yeah it's funny it just feels it was baffling it had been baffling to me for a while but in the end yeah uh, that's Netflix's gain yeah and it's the best thing like that could have happened for yeah because it well. just like, goes into it, homes around the world straight yeah. away it's almost like if ABC had given them a series and they sort of uh, dropped their temporarily dropped their ambitions internationally to um, pursue a, a local show. It wouldn't have been as big as, or it definitely wouldn't have been as big but as. But not it necessarily. Is. It might have just meant that ABC would uh, have a show sold around the world, kind of like Ronnie Chang's Yeah, show. maybe that's true. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this this is we're fair we're way off our shot. brief now. Yeah. Aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. You Luckily, could, I don't edit the episode. Of, honey, honor humans, and they are therefore yeah primates. And, you know, Mark was a guest on this show at some point. I can't remember if the other guys have been. I don't know. The other two have definitely been a guest on Do Go On, though. I know that. You should listen to last week's Do Go On with Zach from Arnie Donner. You, yeah. Evan, and also the listeners. He told us about the California Adventure Park, a Disney theme park that oh. I'd never heard of. California Adventure? Yeah. I went there. Yeah, well, there you go. Did you do the sourdough tour? No. There's a <laughs> tour in there that's just... It takes 20 minutes, and they go through the process of making sourdough because it was a, a Californian adventure, invention. And it's one of the guys from uh, whose line is it anyway, the American one. Okay, and Ryan Styles, Colin Ryan Mockery. Stiles. Drew... Colin uh, Mockery, I reckon. Yeah, Greg Proops. I think it was Colin uh, Mockery. Drew Carey. I think it was Colin uh, Mockery. Wayne Brady. Pretty sure it was Colin <laughs> Mockery and Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. And they're on screen... Taking you through the process. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a, a reaction video of someone's filmed the whole thing, and I'm going to do a reaction <laughs> video of that. For How did I miss channel. that? Yeah, amazing. Did you do the uh, celebrity limo ride? No, I don't think that's a thing anymore. 
Because, well, I mean, this is all in the episode, but Zach was saying initially it was going to be a fast ride, but then Diana got killed in a limo chase. So they turned into a real slow limo ride. Yeah. Getting people getting papped. Oh, right. Yeah, people getting papped as well. Okay, I see. Because you're in a car and, the, and right. there's like the paparazzi. I'm like, like I don't, oh, I'm not connecting this to Diana dying, but may, maybe. Yeah, no, I think you're in a car and there's like photographers and you're like, Chasing oh, you're a celebrity. Yeah, and you're getting, right. you know, you got to, I think it was like a dodge the paparazzi almost little right. situation. And that, if that came out now, that might be okay, but it probably came yeah, out maybe. too close to, yeah. too close to the bone. I, Beck, my, my partner, Beck, uh, <laughs> if you're not familiar, <laughs> Um, she loves all the Disney stuff and she, um, yeah, th- there's been a few videos that I've just watched because she's had them on, um, about California Adventure and the other parks. Oh, and right. Stuff. Yeah. Really, really interesting. Well, oh, I'll tell a- her to listen to, uh, last week's episode of Do Go On. Yeah. I think she's had, I've, there's been definitely been conversations in the hallway here at Stupid Old, um, with Zach cause he loves he all that loves stuff. He loves Disney parks. Um, well, he loves theme parks in the general. Beck and Zach share a love for, uh, all the Disney stuff. <laughs> I, um, Zach's uh, and probably Beck's too. Now that I know she's a big fan, their love of it, I feel like it's contagious. Yeah, For people passionate people about stuff, especially frivolous stuff like that, <laughs> I find very contagious. So now all of a sudden, on my bucket list is to go to some of these Disney parks. Yeah, well, California Adventure was pretty amazing. Yeah, right, and it's meant to be one of the shit ones. Yeah, well, it definitely was. Right. It was, a, I think, it was a flop when it started. Well, because it's a, it's a theme park about California, in California, and I think some people were like, oh, "But we're already here. Like, we could see the real versions of these just yeah. down the road." But I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's turned around, and I I want to do the sourdough thing. It had some good stuff. Sweet. Hey, I Evan. Yeah. We can we'll continue this conversation off the mic. Yeah. We could, we could keep talking all day. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. Evan, only three episodes left of this season yeah. of Umbrella Academy and of uh, Primates before we go on hiatus again, <laughs> as the, some of the listeners call it. Um, yes. Okay. So thanks for joining <laughs> us, Evan. Everybody watch Gamey Game. And Evan, as we always say here at Primates Podcast, Space Chimps Forever. podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want it's up to you planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.